What's good, Laker Nation? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan here. Welcome to the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. Welcome to the show, and shout out to my brother, Daryl, a.k.a. D-Wright. Appreciate you letting me use this song for my intro music, man. It, the song is called Riding With Me. Go check it out on Spotify. It's a great one. It's called Riding With Me by D-Wright on Spotify. What's going on, Laker Central? How you doing, man? Hey, what's going on, man? Not much. Are you get ready to get this thing started, man? We can do it. All right. What's going on, Laker Nation? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan here. Welcome to the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. I'm Jonathan, a.k.a. Big Baby Jonathan. I'm your host, and I got a very special guest, Laker Central, man. What's going on? I'm, I'm good. Taking all this nonsense in from, from the Lakers, man. Yeah, so speaking of the Lakers, man, so what are your thoughts about the Tyron Lue situation Go ahead and give me your thoughts, man. I want to hear your thoughts about today's news. Um, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, just when you think the Lakers can't fuck up some more, that's exactly what they do, mm-hmm. right? So, Tyron Lue, um, w- w- look, whether it was Monty Williams or Tyron Lue, those are the two top candidates, right, between those two, <laughs> uh, Jason Kidd and uh, Jawan Howard. And yeah, in yeah. my opinion, Tyron the number one um, option the whole time. He had the better coaching record than any of the other candidates mentioned. He actually won a championship. He's been in three straight finals. He won championships as a player with the uh, Shaq Kobe Lakers. I mean, he should be number one, right? So how the Lakers screwed this up, I, I guess I'm just not surprised. Yeah, I just think that it was uh... – I think it had to do more so, like, the numbers. I think Tyron Lue won in the five-year. Lakers won to say, three-year deal because it made sense. Three years, LeBron's three years left, so they both can expire. Tyron Lue won in the fifth. Lakers said, no, three years. You're only coach LeBron. He got offended. Now he's not. He's out of there, man. So what? Are you, so since this is going on, what coach do you want to see the Lakers hire? Jason Kidd, Jawan Howard, or Frank Vogel? Um, Definitely not Jason Kidd and not Jawan Howard. And, I mean – I, I don't know. I mean, I'd be okay with Frank Vogel. But so so here's my issue with what has happened now. So mm-hmm. um, I recognize that they were – like from the start, they were just trying to match up his contract years with LeBron, um, mm-hmm. which from their standpoint – so I, I think what's going on is they were going to probably clean house when LeBron retired or, or left for another team at the end contract and that's why they matched Tyrone Lou's contract up with his um, mm-hmm. but it's like the Lakers have had Mike Brown Mike D'Antoni, Byron Scott and Luke Walton so they've had four coaches I think in like eight years and ever since Bill retired man it's, they haven't like got a good coach and plus since when Dr. Jerry Buss passed they, they haven't like everybody's saying they haven't recovered it, from it, that Do you yeah that? I mean it, it's been a revolving door but every so every time they fire yeah. a coach, like any other team, they have to pay out the, the the duration of that coach's contract. Except for Luke Walton, where he already had another job lined up, right? So they're always yeah. on the hook for yeah. these coaches, while at the same time they got to pay the new coach. So I think that they didn't want to have a situation where LeBron leaves, and then they got to then they want to fire Tyrone, but then they got to still pay him on whatever remaining years. But that's stupid. Like my thing is, Luke yeah. Walton was a rookie coach who gave him five years. Tyrone Lue is a championship coach, and you insult him with three years? I mean, come on, man. 
What what coach would take that, right? That's just stupid. Yeah, it's it's crazy what's going on, man. Do you think the Lakers? Speaking of Lakers, star, and if you do, what free agent do you want? Kevin Durant, Kyrie, or Kawhi? I, at this point, I'd be happy with any free agent they get, whether it be Jimmy Butler, Kimba Walker. Because, like, it was rumored that LeBron was up in Toronto talking to Kawhi recently, thinking that the Tyrone Lue deal was going to get done. And here we – like, if you're Kevin Durant, if you're going to leave Golden State, I mean, is it going to really be for the Lakers with this nonsense? I mean, if Kawhi might come. I think Kawhi – like, Kawhi left San Antonio, which is maybe the most stable organization in the NBA, mm-hmm. right? So, Kawhi, I, Kawhi kind of walks to the, to the beat of his own drum. Mm-hmm. Maybe he shows up. And I'll, if we get Kawhi, that's great. But if, if the Lakers get Kawhi and then they kind of put, to get, put, put bad role players around him like they did LeBron, well – like where do we like? What do we have here? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. If Kawhi and LeBron were on the Lakers, man, it'd be interesting, crazy, a lot of drama, man. But here's the thing: I don't understand about Lakers fans. They panic so much in terms of like. I know we haven't done anything the last six seasons, and only one bad year with LeBron. Why is every Lakers fan telling Genie Bus to sell the team? Like, I don't get that. Can you explain? Yeah, man. So I've been a Laker fan for 25 years. I'm 37 years old, and okay. so. Um, I've seen the Lakers – most of my life, the Lakers have been great. Not just good, but great, right? Um, but the last six years, we've been terrible. And not just like – you know, not just like, well, rebuilding and like we're kind of treading water, but like we've been 17 win bottom of the barrel terrible. Um, yeah. So I think that's why Laker fans are panicking. But So my background is in finance. My, my day job, I'm a banker. I've been a commercial banker, which they basically – what that means is I've, I work with companies with revenues up to, up to uh, $25 million. So let me tell you why, from, from, from my perspective financially, the Lakers are in trouble. Mm-hmm. The Lakers are worth – Forbes values them at $3 billion. Mm-hmm. The Lakers, year in and year out, are either the top, top um, value team, them or the Knicks, and the Lakers bring in a ton of revenue because of their TV deal – merchandising, I mean, just everything else. The Lakers are a brand above every other brand in the NBA. Uh-huh. After the Lakers, so the Lakers, the revenue versus minus their expenses, the Lakers last year brought in, I believe, $110 million after expenses. $110 million is a lot of money, right? Mm-hmm. But the issue is, is that the bus family, the six children, aren't wealthy people by NBA owner standards. So you look at the Clippers. The Clippers are, um, are, are valued, I want to say, half of what the Lakers are. But their owner, last I checked, was worth over 20 – well, he was worth $20 billion when he bought the team. I'm sure he's worth more now, right? He's worth 20 yeah, – yeah. so he's got deep pockets. He can do whatever the hell he wants regardless of how much money the team actually makes because he's got money from other places, right? The Lakers' ownership – 66% is owned by the six bus children in a trust in which they are the benefits of, right? So they each gets a check every year. Right now, every each one of those kids gets a $10 million check from the trust. That's kind of how this thing works. And then um, the minority owners of the team are 
Philip Anholtz, who owns AEG, which owns Staples Center, um, and Patrick uh-huh. uh, Soon Xiong, um is the other minority owner. So if the Bus family wanted to sell the team, um, Philip Anholtz has first right of refusal. Um, but uh-huh. as it stands right now, the Bus family is not incredible. I mean, I don't have. They're gonna tra- they they gonna sell a team, and it's G somehow for some odd reason decides to go that route. You can guarantee Magic Johnson will step in and try to get his people together, try to get that team. Magic Johnson would have wanted to see that team get sold. You know what I mean? Well, to somebody else. Because what if somebody gets that team and then tries to move them? Well, you know what I mean? You never know. Here's the thing: Magic doesn't have that kind of money. That's number one. Like we're yeah. like he's not even like it's. The Lakers, if the Lakers, so the Forbes values the Lakers at I think three point two billion dollars. Mm-hmm. When, when Steve Ballmer was buying the Clippers, Forbes valued the Clippers at like a billion dollars, and that team ended up going for two billion double, right? Which was crazy. Mm-hmm. They've sucked forever. If the Lakers hit the open market, I would imagine the Lakers will probably sell for four. I'm sorry, for five or six billion dollars. That's what I think. As someone that's been in commercial finance, that's that's almost three billion more than what they're actually worth. Magic Johnson's not in that ballpark when it comes to money. He's got a, a ton of money, but he ain't that that he's not that wealthy. Plus, like I said, Philip Anholtz has first right of refusal, so he was he'd be first up, and it would be up to him if he wanted to buy the team. Now, here's the yeah. here's the thing, man. It's not up to Genie if they sell the team. The six siblings vote on it. They just that's how the trust is set up. The trust is set, meaning all six have to vote on it. And so I don't the the Lakers are like their only cash cow. You know, like the other mm-hmm. owners in the NBA have other money, right? Like they they made their billions somewhere else. But the Lakers, this is it. Yeah. And they one of the one of the issues is is that the the children themselves don't have that kind of money to fire and hire coaches and all that kind of like they just don't have it. And that's kind of what's happening now. That's one of the reasons they offer Ty Lue that short contract. Like, it's just – it's a mess, man. They, honestly, like, they are – they're the kid that their dad – their dad passed away and left them a Ferrari, but they can't afford the maintenance on that Ferrari. That's literally what they are. And that uh, sucks. Right. Yeah, it does. But here's the thing. Um, there's a lot of people on Twitter right now are like, Switching teams because what the like late according to the Laker fans it's dysfunctional. I don't believe that. I, like I can't. I don't know, man. Just I don't believe any everything the media throws out there, man. Would do you believe everything the media throws out there, man? I don't. No, but I've paid attention long enough that I know what's going on. Like so, everybody is everyone's talking about Linda Rambis. Linda Rambis has worked uh-huh. in the Lakers front office like like almost my whole life. Like, so Linda Rambis isn't new. Like, it's just that people, like, now all of a sudden people are hearing about it. Like, so when Jim was running the team and the team sucked, everyone said, well, it was Jim's fault, right? All right. It was Jim's fault. He was a competent GM. But, but when Magic got hired, he fired Mitch. So you're, if you're blaming Jim, I was blaming Jim also. Then, okay, Jim was the problem. Then Magic came on board. Magic got LeBron, but then Magic made all these weird moves after he got LeBron. And then Magic stepped down out of nowhere. So then Magic – and then you hire Rob. Magic didn't hire Rob. Genie hired Rob. 
and Rob was as inexperienced as Magic was. And so now that, like, Jim is gone and Magic is gone, Luke was the problem, Luke is gone, there's one constant, and that's Jeannie Buss. Like, there's nobody else to blame. Said she doesn't know the basketball side of things. Well, if you don't know the basketball side of things, why aren't you hiring people that do? Why are you listening to your best friend? Why are you listening to Kurt Rambis, who his whole life is in basketball, but he's never been a good coach. He was on Phil Jackson's Uh staff. He wasn't a good executive. Like, and so why not give a bigger voice to Jesse and Joey Buss, who have worked their way up in the Lakers organization? Both young men seem to be competent. Why not let them have more of a voice? Yeah, I would let them run it too, man. They're very smart basketball. But I just, I don't know, man. Just, I'm, I know I'm, I've been a Laker fan since 2001. So, I don't know, man. I just, I'm just tired of losing. And whatever the Lakers do, I have to just go with it, man. I'm not going to get upset. But, I don't know, I'm just very, like, shocked about what's been going on the last six years, man. Plus, this one year with LeBron has been the most craziest Lakers season I've ever been a part of. It's up there with that Dwight Howard, Pau Gasol, Kobe Bryant year. Yeah, it's a major letdown. It's embarrassing. And um, Ramona Shelburne tweeted out a little while ago that uh, Rob Palenka offered that three-year deal to Ty Lue because he didn't think Ty Lue had other offers. Well, Ty Lue, he wasn't talking to other teams. So Palenka's right about that. But where Palenka miscalculated, and I blame this on him being a rookie executive, where he miscalculated is Ty Lue is still owed $7 million from Dan Gilbert. So Ty Lue doesn't need a job. You know what I'm saying? He can just sit at home and still collect the check. So he miscalculated. So it's just, it's just like the way Magic stepped down was very ugly. Let me back up for a second. When they got LeBron okay. James, 2018 that was the biggest win the Lakers have had in years but after they got LeBron they they hired I mean they they signed Rondo Beasley Lansom and JaVale Rondo and Rondo was just a bad signing the the whole group was bad JaVale was better but he got sick but the whole group was it was like a that's not the kind of players you put around LeBron so they grew up signing LeBron by signing all these players that don't fit then the, the, the young guys keep getting hurt. Lonzo, every single year, suffers injuries. And the Lakers coaching – I mean, the Lakers medical staff wasn't very good. They, they fired Marco Nunez. And rather than call Phoenix like David Griffin did to get Phoenix's coaching uh, medical staff, the Lakers ignored doing that. So, like, you bring in all these guys that don't fit. You bring in a, a rookie executive, a rookie GM. You've got a young coach who – Whose coaching, whose coaching staff is made up of all his best friends, like Magic steps down, epic failure proportions. Like we've never seen anything like it, right? He just. But I wonder why he, like, how come he never said why he stepped down in terms of like the honest truth? No, the, the honest truth is Magic Johnson wanted to be Magic Johnson. Truth, like, it, people people say, well, he said he wanted to tweet. Well, yes, he wants to tweet, but it, it's not so much about tweeting. As much as it's about when you're at Magic's level, you're used to being able to do and say whatever you want. We see this with, with, with Trump in the presidency. He's lived his life as a man that's said and done whatever he wants. Uh-huh. And when you become president, mm-hmm. there are checks and balances and things you can and can't do. Even though you're the president, like you're really a prisoner of that position. 
Magic was a prisoner of of the Lakers president of basketball operations position. So basically, I'm going to say is let him do his own thing. Let him recruit. Let him work out with other players without getting in trouble. Magic should – That's, what, I that's what Magic should have been from day one. Just the guy who – He should have been – you know what? I think Lakers should have just brought him in as an advisor, not a basketball player of operations. But that's what he was originally. He was. He was an advisor, mm-hmm. and Janie then promoted him to president. And so – all they needed Magic for is when they, when they line up a, a meeting with the big free agents to bring Magic in and talk about what it's like to be a Laker and all this kind of stuff. That's all they needed him for. But they chose up. They chose to give him the keys to the franchise because Jeannie said that her father wanted that. And maybe so, but they all. She she said that her father wanted Jim to run the run the team, and so she let Jim run the team for four years and he was bad at it. She said her father wanted Magic to run the team. She let Magic run it for a year and a half, and then Magic stepped down like out of nowhere. Like, all this stuff is crazy. Really bad. I think the Lakers look terrible right now. And I think that they're taking fans' loyalty for granted. And that's what I think. Yeah. Well, I'm still a Laker fan regardless. But here's the thing. You know what's going to solve all this? Winning and getting superstars and winning championships. Like Kobe said it best. All this going through this ups and downs once win the championship, it's gonna be well worth it. But also, uh, do you got another question for you before I get up in here? Do you think the Lakers should trade their whole assets for Anthony Davis? I think the Lakers at this point, I wouldn't put anything past them. I, I think the Lakers would trade everybody. I don't, like. I can't predict what they what they're gonna do going into next season. It's so hard to tell that. I could see them doing that, but I just don't think they've got a competent front off. That's ultimately that's the problem. Yeah, man, I, I feel like this. They should go out and get Anthony Davis, trade everybody. Because what if LeBron gets pissed off and says, "I want out of L.A." And speaking of that, Stephen A. Smith said on Sports Center that people close to Jeannie are telling her to trade LeBron. Do you believe that? Do you think that's just more fake gossip news? No, I think that there are people saying that to her. I think that. Jeannie has come out and said she wants the team to be known as a run organization. And mm-hmm. what she's basically saying is she doesn't want everybody to think LeBron is calling the shots. And I think Jeannie is wrong. When Dr. Buss was alive and the Lakers were winning, right? When Dr. Buss was alive and they had Jerry West in the front office and they had Pat Riley on the bench or Phil on the bench and Magic on the court or Kareem on the court or Shaq and Kobe on the court, and the Lakers won. Everybody knew that Dr. Jerry Buss owned the Lakers, and, but everybody shared in success from Jerry Buss to Jerry West to the bench. Jeannie's acting like like a little child who I have to make sure everybody knows I'm in control. And that's, that's childlike behavior. Like, she's acting like a kid that, you know, how, like when you first turn 18 years old and you have to remind everybody I'm an adult, I'm a grown man. Like, if you have to remind people of that, then you're not really that. That's what that says to me. Mm. Yeah, man, it's gonna be. Yeah, we'll see what happens, man. I think I think the Lakers will. To me, I think everything is gonna be just like not. I think it's just like let me look at it like this. If you run your own business, it may not go as planned, but you have to pick and choose how to fix it. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna give Linda Rambis, Kurt Rambis, Rob Plinka a chance, and we. I for me, I'm gonna give them a chance. I don't know about you. Are you gonna give them a chance to see what they do? I don't have a choice but to give them a chance, but um. As far as I'm concerned, they Jeannie's been bad for the Jeannie's been in control of the franchise for what, I think six years now, 
And uh, all the problems, everyone has said it's been her brother or somebody else, right? But she's been the constant. Yeah. So that tells me she's the problem. If you keep if you keep firing coaches, if you keep changing the, the front office, and the owner stays the same, like then she's the problem. Same within Phoenix with Robert Sarver, and in New York with James Dolan, like the owner ends up being. I think that's how. And the same. You know what, to Dallas, here's a good we'll, example. Look, look we'll at what will solve all this. It will be winning. If we start winning, this goes out the window, and I'm not like winning solves everything in my book. You know what I mean? If you win a championship, none of this is going to matter. So we'll see what happens in the offseason, man. But thank you, Laker Central, for being on. Give out your Twitter, man. What's your Twitter? Yeah, y'all can hit me up um, at the Laker Central on Twitter. All right. Thank you, Laker Central. Talk to you soon.